Welcome to the Boy Girl Podcast. I'm Kyla Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you all for joining. Hope everyone is doing well. I hope that your week is going well. I hope you are having a fantastic Thursday. So, Friday, well, oh Lord, not Friday. It's Friday, Junior. We'll save the Friday for tomorrow. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and dive into um, this week. So let's talk about the last time we got together. So the last time we got together, we talked about um, the formula for turning your creativity into your career. So, you know, um, what are the things you need to do if you are creative at heart and you want to be able to explore that as it relates to a career? So what I gave you were some strategies to help you navigate. So let's just go through those quickly. So the first thing we talked about is getting started. So when you are in that phase, the first thing you should do is identify your goals. Number two, you should do your research. Number three, you should create a portfolio. Number four, you should really think about um, if you need to have a job at the same time when you're considering making this transition into a career that fits more in line with your creative spirit. Number five, planning and exit strategy. We also talked about what happens if you are someone who is working for yourself and you plan to maybe you're a designer and you're thinking, I want to go into graphic design in my own business. I want to do it full time. So number one was budget carefully. Number two, track your time. Number three, make sure you're acquiring the necessary business skills. And number four, make sure you always stay connected, network with others, make sure you're building in a part of a creative community. And also, you can head over to Patreon for some bonus content and learn how to bring that creativity into your current position. All right, so let's move on to today's topic. All right, so work is called work for a reason, right? We all know that. But the right career can help you make your life more fulfilling. And in some cases, it can really make it seem like it's not actually work. And making a wise choice on what that career is and what it looks like can really help you to avoid a lot of unhappiness, unfulfillment, um, and it can help, you know, picking the right career can really help you to create a life that you really love. So today we're talking about just that, how do you pick a career that you love? As I just said, the wrong choice can lead to various challenges, unhappiness, and you know what? It's not fun to go to a job that you don't like day after day. So let's start with using, me giving you some ideas that can help you to find a career that's right for you. So the first thing you should consider is, what do you like to do? Most likely, if you're someone who is, if you're entering into the workplace, um, you're going to be working for a long time. (laughs) So it would really be good if you're able to find a career that centers around something that you really enjoy doing. So, because you can all imagine, right? 
having a job for 40 plus years and it not being something that you really enjoy. So also when you pick your career, right? You don't have to, you know, while you don't have to stay in the same career the rest of your life, you can lose ground if you are switching careers quite often. So, you know, just to think about like, what is that career path or trajectory that you're interested in and plan, you know, plan to that. The second thing is, what do you like to do? Uh, What are your interests? What could you see yourself doing for a really long time and be happy? Again, you're searching for that joy in your everyday, that thing that doesn't feel like I'm going to work. We all have people that we know who love their job so much. They love their career so much that they make those statements of, gosh, it doesn't even feel like I'm going to work. All right. And then the third thing you should consider when you're thinking about number one, what do you like to do is what do you really dislike? Because this question is just as important as what do you like? What are your interests? And this um, particular question that you ask yourself, you're really looking for those non-negotiables. Like, what is a non-negotiable for me? Like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to work uh, nine to five. You know, I want more flexibility. So you look at different careers, obviously, for that. All right, that is number one. What do you like to do? Number two, what are your strengths? I think the best careers are enjoyable that are the ones that take advantage of your strengths. What are you not what are you naturally good at? What have you become good at since um, you know, since you spent a lot of time learning or practicing? Um, I am, I am, I am, I always say this. Anybody who's listened to this show knows that I am a advocate of strength finders. I think that it is amazing at helping people to identify the things that make them unique. After all, that's what you're looking for. You're not looking to find something that like, of course, other people out in the world, there are millions of people, billions of people in the world, right? And some of you are going to have the same strengths, but no person is you. So there's only one you, and there's only one person with the unique talents and strengths that you have in your in this package, right? So yes, there might be like like I said, I love strength finders, and so like while there were, if you don't know what strength finders is, it's from Gallup and. It's an assessment that really helps you to identify um, in different areas. So there are areas like um, strategic for like being strategic, um, being someone who can influence others. There are there's a pillar around like people who are good at communicating and I'm drawing a blank, of course, of, of the days when I'm talking about it, then I'm drawing a blank. But I can tell you this, this is what we're going to do. Because I do love Strength Finders so much, I have a perfect guest who I'm going to bring on to the show um, maybe next month to try to get her in to talk about just uh, your strengths and how to identify them. But if you've never taken Strength Finders, check into it because it is awesome. It was life-changing for me. 
But um, what I was saying, I went around in a circle. Let's come back, focus. So I have strategic as one of my like top five strengths. Someone else has strategic as well. But in my strategic write-up, it's very different from the other person. Like I'm strategic in a different way as it relates to big ideas and telling, you know, seeing a vision up top and someone else may be strategic in the sense of being able to look at, you know, data and find patterns and find trends. So it really is catered to who you are as a person. So I think that's really, really important because I think understanding your strengths will help you to figure out what type of career is best for you. So also note, while yes, strengths are good, know your strengths are great, but not all strengths will be transferable to a career that maybe you're like you're looking for, but some of them will transfer over, you know, quite nicely. So you got to ask yourself, you have to do the work. I think do the assessment. And here's another great thing about strength finders is that they also uh, give you recommendations on the types of jobs um, that people who have certain strengths should maybe look into. So I think that's really awesome. So number two, what are your strengths? All right, number three, what are the long-term options? So some careers have a better long-term prospect than others. So you want to think about what you could do uh, 10, 20 years down the road um, in a, on a particular path. You know, is there the possibility to advance? Uh, you know, can you use the skills to build in that job and transfer them to another? So um, just really focusing on what does the long-term projection look like when you go down this particular career path. So I would say avoid only thinking about like the next couple of years <laughs> because more than likely you're going to work more than the next three to five years. So I would probably say you want to think, I know it's just like 20 years, but I would say you probably want to think in increments of five because life changes. I mean, over the five years, something could change. Over 10 years, something could change. So just plot it out, you know, five and 10. And then maybe don't get to 20 yet. But if you, you know, if you're, if you are someone who's aggressive and you want to do the 20, do the 20. But I'd say I'd recommend five-year increments. All right, number four, what type of work environment or culture do you prefer? Do you like the feel of a community? Um, do you like working at home? Do you like working outside? Do you want an office? Do you not care about an office? Do you want to be in the space with a lot of other people? Um, like, how do you want to dress every day? Do you want to dress in a business casual? Do you want to dress casually? Do you want to be in like business attire? That's important. Um, and I definitely think now we have to ask ourselves or we all are asking ourselves that more often than not, you know, given the pandemic and the shift in how we are working and where we are working now. So I think that's really important for you um, to do. So that's number four. Number five, what lifestyle do you want for yourself? You know, thinking about where you want to live. Uh, what income do you want? 
So of course we know that, you know, money is not everything. It's not. You want to be happy. You want to find joy in your work, but you also have to think about, you know, the lifestyle. So do you want a fur baby? You know, are you going to be able to afford to have a fur baby? If you get married or if you want kids, um, you know, what does that look like? What does your schedule look like? Do you want to work regular business hours? Do you want to work on the weekends? Do you want to work at night? Do you want to work in the same place every day? So I think those are all things that you should consider when you're thinking about the career choice um, for yourself. So really visualize your ideal lifestyle and consider the various careers that are available. All right, number six, consider your educational credentials versus what a career requires. So of course, we all know doctors need to go to medical school. Lawyers need to go to school. Teachers need a particular degree um, to teach. So those, I think, are pretty set in stone about what you're going to do. But if you're someone who, you know, you went to school and you have, say, for example, I don't know, I have a bachelor's of fine arts in speech communications, which that has given me the opportunity to do various jobs in marketing and communications. But I also think that I have some skills that are transferable if I decided to, okay, so I'm more in marketing, but if I decided to go into project management, I think there are transferable skills from just the work that I've done in marketing that would allow for me to um, transfer into like a project management um, role. So just sort of think about um, determine how much education you think you'll need for a particular career and then think about if it's something that you really want to do. You know, I mean... If you want to go to school, I will tell you, it's really hard to go back to school, college after you get out of college. And kudos to all my people out there who have graduated with a bachelor's degree and then go back for a master's degree. I'm definitely somebody I would tell you to just keep going. Like, don't get a taste of like the everyday world and working. Just go straight through and take care of it. Because I was one of those people. I was going to go back. I was going to go back. And I didn't go back. So. But it all worked out for me, so I didn't have to go back. All right, and uh, number seven, uh, what career fits the answers to all of those questions? So you have to take into account all the things that we just went through, and then you'll want to figure out what careers align to the answers that you provided. Not the career that you think you're supposed to have, or the one that other people have that seems really cool, you know, and that's, you know, and that may not be the case for you. That's a career that they've chosen and a career that maybe fits their uh, needs and their personalities and their skill set. So you want to be really um, sure that you really take this information and dive deeper into it and align it with careers that fit your answers that you just gave above. All right, so the perfect career will be something. When you find it, you'll know, you'll love it. 
um, and you'll be good at it and it'll fit your lifestyle and the work culture will feel perfect. And also opportunities will come. So you'll know. And like, if none of the options are appealing to you, I would say you might want to consider, you know, getting a career coach. If you're out there, you've done this work, you've outlined it. And I would even say, even if you have done this work and you've got it ready to go and you've got some um, careers that align, it still might be good to, you know, get, find someone, a career coach and maybe have a few sessions to just build out a framework from there. I think that would be a really good next step because there's one thing to do the work, to put it on paper, but it's what are you going to do with it next? And I think you need to make sure you have a plan after you do this part. Because ultimately, a a poor career choice can be costly down the road. So you really want to take the time and make a good decision. Like, trust me, it'll be time well spent, my friends. Time well spent. Okay, so that is it for today's topic. Let's just do a quick recap of some of the highlights. All right. So when you're thinking, um, when you're thinking about putting together a plan to determine a career that you love, here are some things you need to do. Number one, what do you like to do? Number two, what are your strengths? Number three, what are the long-term options for this career? Number four, what type of work environment or culture do you prefer? Number five, what is your ideal lifestyle look like? Number six, what type of education do you need to pursue this career? And number seven, how do my answers align with the career careers that I'm interested in? All right. <laughs> okay, so before I go, remember, you can head over to glowupgirl.com to access previous podcast episodes, resources, and more. Share your thoughts, share your topics with me. Send me a DM on Instagram. We're at Glow Up Girl. Also, you can send me an email at hello at glowupgirl.com. Share this episode with your friends. If you've got people out there, you know, that are someone who's struggling in their career, share these episodes. Sharing is caring. Okay. Also, if you are on a platform where you can leave us a review or rate the podcast, I would love it if you did so. Um, before I go, I want to thank you all so much for taking time out of your schedule to come and spend some time with me today. So with that being said, I will see you all next week. And until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care. Thank you.